With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Piper, the hot rod himself, the master of the microphone, Mr. Rowdy Rowdy Piper, his personal theme song that he wrote and sang himself.
That's exactly Rowdy Roddy Piper. Come on, Gene, wake up. You've got business to oh, attend to. That, that's the pits. I got, oh, wait a minute. You're, I've got you're next. Hold on. Just a second. Right here. Can you believe this? Right here in our very own studio. Mean Gene's going to get down. Can you believe it? Well, I'll tell you what. He's Yo. definitely a fruity with tootie. Mean Gene Oakland doing tootie. Yellow. Are you ready, Mean Gene? I'm ready. All right. Take it away, Mean Gene. There we go. Okay, guys. Welcome to this Frenzy and Friends show. I hope we're still... still there we go. I put, I put the phone on mute again. Uh, yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, it should be quite a fun show uh, with Jonathan Mayberry. And... Uh, everyone else, and feel free, guys, who are listening off of Facebook or wherever you're listening from, to call in and ask Jonathan Mayberry a question or us a question. Uh, We'll be free to answer anything within reason. Uh, Yeah, and and, and it's really cool because I've done, like, a lot of research. Well, I always do research on Jonathan Mayberry. And the thing is, is not only is he brilliant, but he's such a nice guy. Like, it's kind of like we've had him on the show before. And, you know, and I tell people, yeah, I've I've interviewed Jonathan Mayberry, like people on the streets, you know, who have you interviewed? Well, I've interviewed, I interviewed Jonathan Mayberry, and they're like, oh, I love Jonathan Mayberry. They gasp because not only is Jonathan Mayberry such a great guy. I mean, everybody that meets him says he's such a nice guy. They also say another thing. He's such a brilliant writer, and he has inspired me. And a lot of um, Nicholas Grabowski's with uh, Black Betsy Books, a lot of his authors are like, you're going to have Jonathan Mayberry on? Oh, my gosh. He has inspired me to write. He's like this big inspiration for a lot of writers, and including me. I mean, he's brilliant. And there you guys have it. Yeah, you know, I, don't be looking at me, people. I'm not on TV right now, so you can't see my expression. Uh, but then again, you never can tell. Uh, yes. It should be, as I said, a great show. Um, again, uh, looking forward to this and looking forward to the rest of the clan to call in. Uh, Don Proctor and Tom Sawyer, uh, and anyone else who's going to call in. You never know. And and Tom Sawyer said that if he doesn't call in, that we need to shoot him in the head. I'm not going to take him up on that. Uh, really <laughs> now? That's true. And also, again, we got to send out best uh, wishes to John Link, who was in the hospital uh, oh, a few weeks John ago. And so, John, I hope you're on the mend, man, and you're feeling a little better. 
So yeah, that 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 put that put Nick and I in the scare. Nick told me that John Link is in the ho- John Link is in the hospital. I was like, <gasps> and I'm like calling Edward X Young. I'm calling everybody, and I'm notifying everybody that knows John Link personally. I'm like, John Link's in the hospital, and they're like, yeah, we heard. Yeah, John Link, man, so much love out for you, honestly. Everybody loves you. To know you is to love John Link. Period. There's no hate in that. Do you agree, Joe Flynn? Yeah, I agree. As I said, you know, the old boy's getting better by the day, and uh, people uh, keep him in your thoughts, prayers, wishes, whatever you uh, pray to or not. Just sending good vibes and all that, you know, if you don't yeah. pray, yeah, you know. Just give it a special shout-out to John Link because, you know, yeah, that, that really scared me to hear that John Link was in the hospital. And he he did he did leave a comment on one of my photos, and it said, yeah, I was in the hospital, stress. And, you know, John Link, you know, just relax. You you yes. you know how to you know how to take those oral medicines, Nick. What are you doing? Nick's on my computer. I was seeing if Jonathan Mayberry yeah. called in. Yeah, or Nick, big announcements from Black Bed Sheet Books. So hold on, he's typing. That's okay, Nick. <clears throat> Good job, Nick. Uh, typing number. Six four six nine two nine two eight nine nine. Yeah, I was just typing in something cruise currency. Yeah, hey folks. Yeah, I've been working nonstop on the catalog um, for uh, the fall to winter um, catalog for Black Bedsheet Books. Uh, I thought it was going to be twenty four pages. It looks like it's going to be about thirty pages long. It's going to be seven by ten. It's going to be in both black and white and full color. And it's going to be available to every single retailer that wants one. And I'm going to push them everywhere that I can so that every independent bookstore carries a black bedsheet book. So there's a major campaign that's going to be uh, going on starting, starting in September, and I have a returns policy that I've uh, I just put into place. And it's all going to be like um, in the catalog and stuff, and, and it's going to be easy. You open it up, and the policy is there and, and everything else and stuff. It's going to – anyway <clears> – <throat> So I'm very excited about that. God, uh, just putting together all the artwork and everything for this thing is just monstrous. I've been doing it every single day for hours and hours on end. But uh, it's going to turn out to be great, and I'm going to be making an announcement uh, very soon once that's done. Uh, the prices are going to be available cheap to uh, to retail stores, and um, it's uh, they're they're not going to be able to uh, return the books uh, through the Christmas season only after. So I've got it. I've got the strategies all sorted out. So this small press is going to turn into some huge puppy very soon. So okay. Anyway, Francie. Yes. Yes. Uh, Nick, uh, put it on my switchboard. Let's see if Jonathan Mayberry is called in yet. Uh, okay, fingers crossed, because I got so, no, 
We need to get... Um, uh, so, Joe, tell us what's going on with the uh, Joe Flynn Show. Well, the Joe Flynn Show, uh, every week. Uh, this uh, last night, uh, by the way, or this last weekend, I played uh, some really cool, fun trailers, including the brand-new Deadpool trailer. Also, uh, a movie that uh, had its own remake uh, about ooh, 15 years ago, I believe, or a little bit more, uh, The Blob. Uh, happy anniversary to the remake of The Blob, which came out this month, uh, many, you know, a few years back, uh, let's just say. Uh, also, you know, it's just like uh, fun stuff, uh, We've got a couple of conventions coming up in San Jose, like uh, Heroes and Villains in November. Uh, don't forget also the San Jose Toy Super Toy Show on the uh, end of this month, August 29th and 30th, with special guest Edward, a Edward James Olmos from Battlestar Galactica. And also... Uh, just recently added, Candy Clark from American Graffiti is going to be there. And also, I believe, the remake of The Blob. Uh, and um, then coming up also in October, up in Sacramento, Sinister Con, uh, which uh, should be a lot of fun, uh, with the cast of Terror Vision and, of course, uh, Cleve Hall, I believe, is going to be there. Uh, a whole bunch of different people are going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. People from Face Off, I think, are going to be there. So it should be a lot of fun. That's uh, coming up in October uh, over out in Sacramento. And, hey, guys, uh, any of you guys involved with that, uh, SinisterCon would like to come on and promote the convention, feel free to contact either me or Francie, and we'll put you on. Also, uh, coming up pretty soon, I hope, is Richard Krueger, uh, who's got his uh, newest movie getting made called Marilyn, not to be confused with Thomas Churchill's film, Marilyn Zombie Hunter, uh, but uh, we're going to have him and I believe the actress uh, on the show sometime soon. So, Richard Krueger, contact me. Let me know when you want to be on so I can let Francie know or you can let Francie know. So, and again, this is all I'm going to say, too, people. If you're a filmmaker, actor, actress, who has a horror sci-fi film coming up, uh, contact us and we'll put you on so you guys can promote it. And, uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And so that's all that's going on with me. <laughs> well, what, you, you've got so much going on with you right now. Hey, yes, I do. And that's the whole funny part of it all. Uh, you know, promoting those conventions, uh, promoting, you know, films. Uh, and uh, a movie, uh, Couple, there's only like a couple movies. Well, I'm anxious for a couple films, and I'll tell people what they are right now. 
One is a movie by Maraxis Entertainment called Pell Horse. I'm looking for that. Uh, and then should be quite interesting. It's about voodoo, some kind of voodooism and whatnot, uh, produced by Kim Durham and her uh, company. And another film I'm looking forward to that's going to be touring, uh, which will be in Sacramento, I believe, in uh, September. Uh, so you've got people, if you're in the Sacramento area, you might want to buy your tickets for it. Uh, it's called the, the Devil's Carnival Hallelujah uh, by Daryl Lynn Bozeman and Terrence Zunich, uh, the guys who gave us Repo the Genetic Opera, and, of course, The Devil's Carnival. This is its sequel, so you might want to check that out live. And uh, another Halloween movie called Tales, for, uh, Tales of Halloween that's directed by ten different directors with a great cast. Uh, and great filmmakers. It uh, should be a lot of fun. That's coming out in the Halloween time or before. Halloween. So it should be a lot of fun. There we I go. Just ask me what time I said no. Uh, there you oh. go. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, I know you're back. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I believe that we're going to get... Um, Okay, let me uh, just say this, uh, please. Now. Okay, okay, we are going to get a special caller coming in really soon. Six four six nine two nine two eight nine nine, which is our number. And we are going to get a special caller calling in right about now. Now? Um, Now. Who's our 248? 248. You're on me, Tom Sawyer. Hey, how's it going? Good, Tom. I okay, told okay. you I'd call uh, in. Mayberry is uh, actually messaging me right now. He totally forgot that it was You're supposed night. to be on? Hey, hey Tom. Hey, how's it going, Francie? I, uh, Tom, I do got a very special caller right now. And, in fact, I love this guy. I absolutely love this guy. Have you guys seen Mr. Hush with Edward X. Young? I mean, this guy always has my back. If my shows are, like, you know, messed up, this guy is always there to say, I got you. I got you. And he's here right now. And I love this guy. We are talking about, we are talking about the only, I'm trying to give him like this really great, uh, David Madison, the greatest, Mr. Hush. I can't believe that. 
probably the greatest introduction I ever got, Francie. Thank you very much. Oh, oh, oh. I was going to come up with the man, the legend. All the... in my own mind. No, you are. And here's, here's something that Nick and I, because Nick and I, David, we've actually talked about you on so many levels. It, you know, you're the man, you don't sit on the couch and say, you know, I want this to happen. You're the man that says, I want this to happen, and I'm going to grab my camera, or I'm going to grab my keyboard, and I'm going to make it happen. Oh, thank you. That sounds good. <laughs> I mean, Nick and I, we've had conversations about that. Am I right, Nick? Yeah. You're the man that says, I'm going to make it happen. Well, thank you. That's uh, very nice of you to say. What's what's my yeah, what? glorious train wreck up to tonight? Oh, do, 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 do. Go ahead, Francie. Well, um, you are working on... Because you were sitting down and you were thinking, I want this other movie to happen. <laughs> and tell us about this, David. Well, uh, are you talking about Middle Village? That's the one I'm talking about, actually. Yeah. Well, Middle Village is a, a, a loving comedy documentary that I made about the town I grew up in in New York City. And it stars Brian O'Halloran from Clerks. Ray Abruzzo from The Sopranos and a whole bunch of people. Just kind of, it's it's a departure from, you know, the my usual horror roots, and it's just a fun, light, comedic documentary. It comes out the day before Thanksgiving. Nice. Congratulations, David. Thank you very much. Who else is on? Joe Flynn's oh. here. Hey, Joe. Hey, David. And of course, we have Tom Sawyer, another author. Of black sheet bed books with us, right, Tom? Correct, Mundo. Congratulations. It's a pleasure to meet you guys. Thank you. You too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I I was gonna say, uh, David, uh, Tom Sawyer is actually a brilliant writer, and maybe you should check out some of his books too. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Maybe. Thank you. You flatter me, Francie. Thank you. Very flattering. We could Thanks for the compliment. Facebook. Connect on Facebook sure. to check out his work. Yeah, yeah please do. All right, all right. Um, now I gotta I gotta ask you because when you were talking about this, because I've heard you talk about this after Miss Alicia was made, is Elvira gonna be in the movie? She is not. She's not. Is in the it? Village. <laughs> there you oh. Go. You're thinking of the oh. western, the western I wrote that uh, was was supposed to have Huey Lewis and Elvira, but never got off the ground. Oh, okay. Because I I know that the two of you like totally hit it off, and she was like, I want, and it looks like she wants to be in your movie. No, that'd be great, but sadly, it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, I think that would have been a really great uh, story right there. Huey Lewis and Elvira in an epic <laughs> western like never before. A match made in hell. Oh, what do right. we call two forty-fives and a gun? <laughs> oh, oh my! Two forty-fives and a gun. 
Uh, has Edward X Young graced us with his venerable presence tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David, I want you to I want you to stay on. We got callers. Sure. I'm sure nobody wants okay, to talk to me, but sure. You're gonna stay on. That is gonna be awesome. Okay, Nick is telling me we got callers. Okay, Nick, pick up four oh eight. That'd be hold on. Hello, uh, you hello? live on Facebook, friends. Feel free to curse, and we got David Lee Madison, and we are about to get Jonathan Mayberry live. Hi, Francie. This is Fred Weehy. Hey, Fred! Hey, Fred. It's Fred hey, how are you doing? Oh, How's everybody? Hello. Okay. Okay, guys, we might have Jonathan Mayberry calling in now. Oh, good. Pick him up. David, I know that you are a writer, and I know that you're probably going to want to talk to this guy. Uh, I, I, will, I will listen in. Okay, because he's writing some stuff for the X-Files. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 814. Hi, guys. Hey. Where is he? I know. Hell, hell, the game's all here. <laughs> I know, I'm late tonight. Uh, we're not disappointed to hear from you. We're just... I know, I'm late. It's been a crazy weekend. All right, well, we got David Lee Madison on. Awesome. Yay. Yay. I love that guy. <laughs> Mr. Hush, yeah. I mean... And we got Fred Weehy. And we got Fred Weehy. And I know that David Madison and Fred Weehy, you two know each other, like, throughout the episodes of, like, uh, social media, right? Yeah, I'm sure we've come across. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I believe we have, yeah. I don't think we know yeah. each other personally. Yeah. Yeah. So... What do you, what do you think? What do I think about what? I mean, I, mean, I know. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not trying to put you guys on the spot or anything, but I know that you two have spoken, and I think it's great. Um, I Nick. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, while she's doing I mean, that, later. I don't think you well, guys have read his work, but I think that Fred might have seen Mr. Hush, right? Don't put him on the spot. I'm sure he has. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm actually I'm outside, and I'm having a hard time hearing you. Say, say that again. Hey, Fred, have you yeah. seen Mr. Hush yet? I haven't. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're a bad boy. I know, you're I'm mad. You are. You're, only, you you're are. only one of like the 57 million people who haven't seen it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, like, I know that we've talked about it, and you said that you wanted to see it. It's on Netflix. It's it true. I do, want to, I do want to see it. I, I am so far behind on seeing things and reading things, and uh, I'm... Uh, my schedule's been crazy. 
I, I haven't really seen or read anything in a while, I guess. I need to catch up. Yeah. Don't feel too bad. I'm with you there, man. Well, I'm the yeah, same way. I've been busy writing. Yeah. Too much work. Yeah. Well, I can yeah. tell you about well, 850 things you before you watch it. John, Dave, um, Joe, what we've got to do is we got to go outside of Fred Weehy's house and we've got to, like, burn the Mr. Hush sign. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Just get some red spray paint. Come on over. Red spray paint. That's all you need. Come on over. You're Come on over. Anytime. Get some yeah. cry on. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, by the way, if you've not read either Tom's book or Fred's book, uh, Fright House, check it out. Uh, you'll like it. Yeah, that's next Thank on you. my list. Thanks for the promotion. Appreciate well, it. I appreciate, I appreciate the plug, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was hoping to, I mean, no offense to anybody else there, I was hoping to talk to Jonathan. <laughs> He's yeah, we're me, waiting for Oh, well, we were too. Yeah, he he's given me several blurbs for my books and uh just wanted to, you know, uh say how much I I appreciate it and uh how big a fan I am of his. All right, all right, everybody. I got bad news. What? Well, the good news is I'm gonna hit you up with some good news. David Lee Madison is now the guest on the show tonight. Yay. Welcome to the show, David. <laughs> yeah. You're our guest tonight because you're so awesome. Oh, no. You're the first alternative, too. <laughs> and the first alternate, right? Always the bridesmaid. Uh, <laughs> This is what I love about David. I this is this is absolutely what I adore about David. I I uh Jonathan Mayberry did not call in and I'm like looking on Facebook and I'm like, Oh David Madison's on Facebook. Can you call in now? And he's like, What's the number? Like and he's like, When do you want me to call in? Now So he calls in. You know what that? You're you, know, the you, know, you, know what, you know what that shows that I have absolutely no life. <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Actually, oh, I could probably, probably say the same thing though. Yeah, but what does that say about the rest of us? So we're all here. So I guess the gang's all here, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Same boat. My when it comes down to is none of us have a life, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really. Yeah. So I, well, no, so I, guess I all of have us... a life. I, I do spend yeah. quality time at the doctor's office, so I guess I do have some sort of life. Yeah. Well, I guess all of us losers can hang out together then tonight, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is like one of those 80s party lines. Yeah, yeah really, yeah. yeah. Okay, we should no, all have a drink, I guess, then, huh? Oh, <laughs> Does everybody have a shot to take tonight? Oh, hey, I got Jack and Kalua. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, look at John. Oh, yeah, I'm a bad girl from way back. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to stay sober tonight. I, got, I still have to go out and I still have to go out and shovel manure at the stable, so I got to stay sober. Oh, yeah, and be careful. <laughs> yeah, be careful of the horses there, Fred. 
as well. Well, yeah, the Corso horses are going to be there. Yeah, that's where, <laughs> yeah, I, that's, just be careful, that's where I'm, that's where I'm no, heading in right a little way, while, so got to stay sober. The right sober. way to say it is watch out for the road apples. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I have alcohol. Yeah. I'm looking. So, Brandy, tell me a little bit about this guy who is supposed to be on your show. Uh, Jonathan Mayberry. Jonathan Mayberry, uh, New York Times best-selling author. Okay. He's far away from home, and he just uh, uh, messaged Nick, and he's like, I'm so sorry. I forgot about it. We did book that, oh, my gosh, like a month and a half ago. And he did let me know that he's way far away from home right now. And he does want to reschedule the show next week, and he's about to do this uh, big book with the X-Files. Nice. And where he is? Is it service? I particularly like his series, his Rotten Ruin series, myself. Okay, I got yeah. both. Uh, I got I'm both. I'm I, I like the legend novels. Fred. Okay, Fred, go ahead. Fred? Go. Well, I was just saying that I'm a big fan of his Rotten Ruin series. Uh, now, I'm really looking forward to X-Files, but his Rotten Ruin series is really great. It's one of the best young adult series around. Okay, I it's, got It's both pretty groundbreaking, actually, because he gets away with stuff in Rotten Ruin that I never thought you could get away with in young adult. You can get away with anything if you try. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but people weren't willing to try before Jonathan did. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it is, it's a great young adult series and uh, great for adults, too. I know I enjoy it just as much as the young adults do. Well, I, I don't even look at it, it as a young adult. I just, it's just a great series. Great. The first novel is, like, mind-blowing. I love that book. Okay. But Sounds like you kicked open another door for us. I got a bonus. In fact, I think they're—I think they're going to be making a movie cool. uh, soon of his Rotten Ruin series. Uh, I think there's a movie wow. getting in the works. Oh, that'd be cool. Okay, Don's got to okay. ask you something. Uh, yeah, right. I got a—I got a bone to pick with Fred, though. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I, Go I, ahead, I, pick, pick away. <laughs> now, I read—I—I I got the book that you. I got the book that you posted that has all the different stories in it. Okay, and I read Creeper. Okay. You left me hanging. <laughs> that is not a good place I, to go. I, I left you hanging. You It left me hanging. It was kind of like I finished the last page and the next story popped up well, from a Hey, you, wait a minute. You're supposed to You're supposed to fill it in with your own imagination. Yeah, but that was too much left hanging. <laughs> no, a little bit is good. Can, too much. I think is you not can good. figure out. I think you can figure out what what happens next. Well, yeah, but it still wasn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind uh, well, a little bit of cliffhanger, but that was like dropping over the cliff. <laughs> he didn't get out of the cock of duty car. <laughs> exactly. There you go, David. And if you want to know what it is to be a writer. I mean, it's like what Dean Koontz did to me. He he wrote the last Odd Thomas book in January, okay? 
And it's like, that's not fair, because that's like my favorite series that he, you know, favorite books that he wrote. And it's like, damn, that's not good. But see, but see when, when somebody tells me that, you know, they wanted to know more, they wanted, uh, they wanted that I left them hanging or they wanted to know more or they, and anytime they want more, I know I've done my job. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> the the way I look at it. Yeah, I've done well, my job. I made you want, thoughts. I made you want more. <laughs> you should have heard yeah. my thoughts when I finished that last page. Here's, here's my question. And I know this is going to go out to, uh, David Madison too. David, are you still there? I certainly am. Oh, good. He didn't hang up on us yet. Um, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You're so awesome. I love you, David. Awesome. You're like one of my favorite people in this whole wide world, honestly, and I've told you that so many times. But when you're writing, and Fred and everybody, when when you're writing now, and after you've seen the movie Misery, and you heard how they skipped, Everything like he didn't get out of the cock a duty car. Do you find yourself not skipping? Like, oh, I got to go back and read this before I write this because he didn't get out of the cock a duty car. You don't, you feel that? I mean, when like finally Werewolf too, it's like he didn't get out of the cock of duty car. What did I do in Werewolf One? I gotta, I gotta make it sync up. Do you guys feel that? Like you can't later now. Well, speaking for myself, I go back and reread the story and see if it works. And if it works for me, then exactly. that's what you get. Yeah, and you didn't want the reader to say, wait, he didn't get out. To me, whenever I'm writing something, you know, it's kind of like he didn't get, I hear Annie Wilkes in misery screaming at me. Do you guys get that? Uh, it's a little different for me. Yeah. As a screenplay writer, I usually write uh, with specific actors in mind. And then when you do something like yeah. that, it kind of let, writes itself as you go along. So it's a little different than writing, you know, a novel. Oh, that's actually cool that you've actually talked about that you have actually screened. Do you watch them while you're writing? Like, okay, this is how I want David. This is how I want this character to act. Do you watch the character like them on in different movies? It's more of having a, a foundation and knowing, you know, what specific actor strengths are. And then when I write, I have them in mind based upon things they've done in the past. That is awesome because that's exactly. That is very awesome to hear that that's the way that you did it. I mean, when I wrote, Fred? Uh, I wrote Stephen Jeffrey's part. He's, you know, very, very reminiscent of Evil Ed from Fright Night. Yeah, so you you had the plan. Okay, I want Stephen Jeffries to play this part, so I'm going to write it specifically for Stephen Jeffries. Right. Wow. That's Fred, really cool. 
I know when I write a character, I'll look at a specific, I'll like a group of actresses or brunettes or redheads or whatever for a character to give me a character description, physical description, and I'll try to follow that, you know, because I know how my character, I want them to look or appear. Mm-hmm. So I'll look at actors and actresses just to get a kind of general, you know, a, a visual in my head. I don't know if the other writers do that, but I do that. Yeah, I... I, I... I actually did that with Werewolf. Like, um, I knew, like, if it was supposed to be a screenplay, this is who I want to play the characters. So as I was watching it, as I was writing it, I was watching, like, uh, Tommy Habib, who created Cheaters, who's been on my show. He was my Tommy. He was my, uh, he was my Larry. Um, and... I I watched his mannerism as he was doing the TV show Cheaters. And, you know, he's very smug. And I wanted that character to be smug. And, you know, Ice Cube was supposed to be one of my characters. And, um, oh, what's the other guy? Oh, man, he was married to Brad Pitt's Brad Pitt's wife now. Oh, um, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. No, no, no. You mean Angelina Jolie? No, no, no. Angelina Jolie. No, Brad. Oh, I'm sorry, Angelina Jolie's. Um, oh, what's his name? And he's one of my favorite actors. Jimmy Bob Thornton. Getting... Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy, okay. Billy Bob Thornton was my Scott. He was my Scott. He was, like, so, like, and I watched Billy Bob Thornton, like, constantly, and I'm like, that's my Scott, because he's so anxious and itchy, and I wanted an itchy character. So, yeah, Billy Bob Thornton, I watched him over and over again to develop Scott. You know, he got... Yeah, visuals, so, but it's what I want to do to people. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I, have pretty, I have some pretty dark ideas for you. <laughs> uh, Don, oh. welcome to uh, Frenchie and Friends um, Psychiatrist. Um, <laughs> okay, like I know I have a dark side. I can't help it. I like oh, it. Um, That's like okay, we're writers. We have a dark side. I like being on the dark side. I like killing people off that piss me off as characters in my story, so. Oh, my gosh. I got a real-life character. I like to kill off. It was my ex-boyfriend, Dan. I I mutilated him. It was brilliant. I loved it. I do this shit my mind. I do this shit in my mind every day, let me tell you. You have no idea. And me, too. Thank you. I am. So, hey, Fred, are you still on the line with us? And, and it's not like these people don't deserve Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, I, I know, Fred. I know David actually killed people off. Come on, from your past? No. Like, come on. Oh, I always come kill on. people off that I don't like. Actually, what I try to do first is torture him a little bit, but uh, I don't I don't want to kill him too easy and too fast. Oh, yeah, you well, got to question Amen to that. Yeah, right, that. you guys. Not tell me that you did not like kill off somebody in your movies or your books, David. Come on, I, know I have you no idea what 
Uh, my my horror movie story dies here after a nice love story. Hey, you're going to make it a yeah. slow death. It ain't worth it if you don't. That or they suffer afterwards for a long time. You know, they get really oh, yeah. injured really bad, and they got to suffer a long time afterwards. The worst oh, thing yeah. that happens hey, in my Their life is ruined. People get Lots the real pain. paper cuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, I can think of other ideas, yeah, but I'm not they, going they, there. They say, they say a comedian suffers in the present time and a horror book writer... And I've I've noticed this because, you know, don't get me wrong, I love Steve Mingola. He's been on the show a couple of times. I've, I've hung out with Steve Mingola. He is a comedian, one of the most friendliest guys, Spanky Brown. David, you've met Spanky, and I'm sure everybody on the show has met Spanky. Such friendly guys. Oh, man, they're hilarious. And the thing yeah. is, is they've got darker sides more than horror writers do. And if you were to have a cross between, if you're going to meet a horror writer or a horror movie maker, David, and you're, you know, they're so much happier than the comedian. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, they're so much nicer. And not to say that... Oh, I got I got to ask David about this. Rowdy Roddy Piper just passed away. Yes, he did. Oh man! And you you gave me Bill's number. We're just gonna leave him as Bill. And Bill and I were just negotiating again to get Rowdy Roddy Piper on the show, and that was due to you. You let me know that that Rick guy was not the manager. Here's his manager. And you gave me his number, and we were just renegotiating to get Rowdy Roddy Piper on the show, and he passed away. What are your thoughts about that? Well, I, you know, I think that he died, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, Big it's, time. It's, it's sad uh, yeah, I, when you're a professional wrestler for 40 years and your job is to be hit in the head with a steel chair five or six times a week. Uh, I don't think your yeah. life expectancy is much past 61 to be, sadly. You know, I think it's just uh, he's a, it's a result of what he did for a living. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he just beat cancer. Mm. Spinal cord cancer, he just beat it. That's... And the main thing is, he was like, I gotta make money for my, because he just had that big scare, and he's like, I gotta make money for my family. And everybody, like Shannon Lee told me that, um, she met him, she waited two hours in line for him. The line was long, but it took so much longer just for the fact that Rowdy Rowdy Piper wanted to get personable with everybody that, that spoke with him. Yeah, from yeah. What it I, wasn't from what I like, oh, was, yeah, okay. From what I understand, he's a very, you know, he's a very kind individual to his fans, and uh, no one ever uh, that I knew personally ever had anything bad to say about him. So, it's you know, it's yeah. he's a good guy. Yeah, it, it was sad, and I yeah. think I think that I think that he took wrestling, like, like he went face to face with Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
you know, he was the guy at the mic, and, you know, he slapped him in the face, and Stone Cold yeah, slapped him back, and he was like, I kind of like you, <laughs> you know? There you go. Go ahead, Hey, it was, it was, huh? I was going to ask Fred something real quick, if he's still with us. Oh, Uh, I'm I'm still here. Uh, Oh, okay. Fred, how was uh, the uh, book signing over at Barnes & Noble's? I forgot to ask. Oh, it was a big success. Sold out. Um, A lot of great, a lot of great people. Uh, always enjoyed doing book signings at that particular Barnes and Noble. They're always really good to me. Uh, cool. Actually, most of, most of the Barnes and Nobles are. It, the thing that really sucks is that a lot of the, like, back in 2012, I was doing uh, a lot of book signings at Barnes and Nobles that don't actually exist anymore. Uh, that's a little depre- That's a little depressing. There's less and less of them, but um, but yeah, always a good always a good time. Uh, really, very successful. We're, I'm going to be back there either around Halloween or Christmas. We're going to try to do uh, a combination book signing for uh, Fright House and Holiday Madness. Uh, nice. So just a, heads, just a heads up there, Nick. You should be getting, in fact, there's a couple different bookstores that we're going to try to do a combo, combo book signing. So you should get an order from a couple, at least two or three Barnes & Nobles for holiday madness, um, right around the holidays, Halloween, Christmas. That's what I like there. Yay for Fred. Hey, I don't know, hey, Francie, I don't know if you heard, but Jerry Garcia died today. Did he really? Yep, 53 years old. He had a heart attack. a few years ago. Jerry Garcia, you talking about the Grateful Dead, Jerry Garcia? Well, they it was posted. He's, Jerry Garcia, fifty-three years he's old, been died dead. Of a heart well, he's attack. been dead for ten years. He died in ninety-five. Yeah, ninety-five. They love, they love yeah, posting about dead people who are already dead. No shit. No, yeah, yeah, they're Frank just Gifford died this weekend. He died. Frank on, Gifford died. Yeah, he died on this yeah. date in nineteen ninety-five. But he yeah. died. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's why they did it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's why they did it. The Grateful Dead is having uh, like a their final tour right yeah. now uh, without Jerry. You know, it's been because it's been ten years. Actually, yeah. been Jerry 20. Garcia died. Yeah, it's been 20, 20. 20 years. Yeah, twenty years. I'm sorry. Oh, wow, no, I, 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 I can't can't believe it's been that long. Um, That's true. Yeah, I saw them in Golden Gate Park back. Oh God, back in the. Uh, Back in the 80s. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, we're all showing our ages now, aren't we? No, no. I, think, I refuse uh, to. Uh, I yeah, refuse to. We're all to. doing it. We're all uh, Admit it. Yeah. yeah. So, David, yeah. how's everything else going for you? Oh, everything's fine. Uh, just uh, finished principal photography on my last, last film. I'll start another one up in the fall. I'm just spending time with my family during the summer. You know, cool. all the bad yeah. stuff. Getting a dirty look from my wife because it's 10 to midnight here on the East Coast and she wants me to come to bed. <laughs> okay. I'm oh, I understand. I'm always up late. <laughs> well, I want to thank Francie for having me on the show. I'm going uh, to uh, 
retire because I'm old and pathetic. You guys have oh. I'm probably older than you are. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we like you anyways, David. So anytime you want to come back on, come back on. Thank you, guys. Now, good luck with the Dave, movies. Yeah, I got to ask you something, Dave. Sure, go ahead, hon. Because I Googled Christian Slater. Right. And they said he died. Is he dead? No, he's very no. much alive. Yeah. I, I never heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's like you yeah. fact, he's still alive. have like Christian Slater died fake. Newsflash Christian Slater's yeah. alive. Jerry Garcia yeah. dead. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> well, actually, not everybody, because Frank Gifford died. Yeah, Frank I think he did to get away from yes. Kathy Lee. Yeah, really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say this, but she's looking like her plastic surgeries are seriously taking a toll. Yeah. Everyone's yeah I, I, I want to do a lyric nut. The guy was five feet from John Lennon, and not one fucking bullet. Five feet away with Yoko. Okay, never mind. That was a terrible yeah, joke. Bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he missed, right? right. John Lennon actually gets gets that. Not one freaking bullet. Yeah. For yeah. you, okay. Oh, yeah. Never. Sorry. Yeah, you wanna? Okay. That's okay. We could have told bad jokes. This is a good time period for it. Yeah, yeah I might send uh, this. To, no, I'm not gonna send it to a joke hey, because nobody maybe, else gets me. Who cares? Yeah. We get it. That's yeah. all that matters. By yeah. the way, uh, <laughs> hey Tom and Fred, you guys definitely have to check out each other. Wait, well. wait. I would like to well, say, David. David, it was definitely awesome to have you call in, and thank you once again. Yeah. And uh, David, David's the last, I believe. But thank you. <laughs> David has left the building. David has left the building. Actually, I gotta take off. I gotta take off too, guys. I've got. I, okay, I'm bro. heading out. Oh God, I'm heading out for shovel. Yeah. I'm I, heading out. Yeah, I shovel manure. I shovel manure as a writer, and I shovel manure literally too. Uh, and I have okay, to head out to the okay. stable and shovel uh, some manure. Uh, I gotta, I gotta tell everybody though that Jonathan Mayberry totally forgot about this. We scheduled this like a month ago, and he was like, oh, "Tonight? No, I'm far away from home. I'm not even at home. Uh, so we are going to reschedule this show tonight." Yeah. Awesome. So next week, Fred, call in. Okay. Uh, and, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, next and week is probably going to be the time to call in for Jonathan Mayberry. All right. Uh, by the okay. way, uh, Nick, uh, Nick would like to say something to you, Fred Weehy. Oh. Okay. Go. <laughs> oh, hey. I, I was telling her, uh, tell tell Fred I said hi, and <laughs> she ended me the phone. But um, <laughs> I... um. Just finished doing a, um, uh, a majority of the catalog that I've been talking about, the retail store catalog for Black Bed yeah. Books, and yeah. uh, like uh, Al- uh, Alaric and uh, the special edition of Holiday Madness uh, have like um, uh, beautiful spreads in it. <laughs> so, oh, fantastic! Good. I yeah, it's going to be something. 
Yeah, I can't wait to actually do this. I can't wait to get this damn catalog done. It's like taking forever. It took forever to... I wanted everything to be perfect. So I came out with, like, the uh, rest of the titles I needed to come out with last year before I, I moved to my parents' place and renovated the garage and all that. And then, um, and then I set out to do what I was thinking about doing for a long time, getting the spring titles done, getting the older books re-edited and repackaged and getting everything all brand spanking ready uh, for this catalog because um, um, that's going to be the tool that we're going to use to get into independent bookstores and really start making some money. I'm going to really start pressing this. And I made it possible and, and really a, a nice, a sweet deal for independent bookstores to, to try our books out. Um, and uh, they're going to be for, uh, it's super cheap and they're returnable. Uh, I do have a re returns policy and they can't return it during the period between Halloween and Christmas. They can only return it after. But, uh, uh, but they're like, um, your books are probably going to be like uh, uh, around $5 a piece for them, for, for uh, retailers. Wow. <laughs> so uh, we'll get like maybe a $2 profit. But the thing is, I, I don't want, I don't want to give them an excuse to want to return it in the first place because I'm making them pay for postage. And I did a lot of research and read up on how that's the norm that they pay for the postage that you don't. And I went, huh, well that eliminates a lot of the cost. And then I started like uh, thinking, okay, I'll make it even less desirable for them to return them because they'll be so cheap. They have to pay for the postage. So they'll uh, but, you know, that's not really the formula I'm going after. The formula I'm going after is to sell these books and make them want to order more because people are going into the stores and buying them. <laughs> so, and right. and uh, I've never really, like I always wanted to, I've always, it always seems like I'm in production, that every time I take a break to try to sell something, oh, I've got to come out with so-and-so's book, I promise. And, you know, and so it's just a constant thing. So I'm not going to be producing any more books for the rest of the year with the exception of a children's story later on in the year. But I'm going to be focusing on, on actually doing the sales and getting these catalogs out So um, and taking orders. So I'm really right. excited about it. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, it yeah. sounds very exciting. Now go yeah. ahead, tell him the news about uh, the Barnes & Nobles. Uh, book signing. Oh yeah, we're supposed madness. to be. Yeah, we're supposed to be setting up a, a combo book signing for the holidays, Halloween and Christmas, for a couple uh, Barnes and Nobles around here. We're going to do uh, Holiday Madness with Fright House um, before Halloween and Christmas as well. So there should be some orders coming in from at least two or three Barnes and Nobles that I've got that kind of tentatively set up with. Um, I've got one where I've confirmed dates. The other one, I haven't confirmed the actual dates, although they told me Christmas Eve would be a great time uh, to do one all day Christmas Eve. So I might do all day Christmas Eve with that one. Uh, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully we can get Holiday Madness in there uh, with Fright House, do a combo and um, sell out of both of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The uh, yeah, the original holiday madness the... is still available. So the okay, original yeah. holiday madness is still available, but I'm I'm focusing on the special edition. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me which one they get. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, as long as they, as long as they get one of them. Uh, yeah, the book yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, Francie, I heard the uh, that that lady saying ninety seconds. So yeah, let me turn this back over to to Francie. Okay, Fred. I it, I you have a good night. I have I have to go, guys. Thanks a lot. I'll call next week. Okay, Brad. Most definitely right. call next. Take care, everybody. Um, Jonathan Mayberry did apologize for not calling in tonight. Um, he's not at home, and um, he did say that he de- definitely wants to reschedule his show. I want to thank Fred Weehy. I want to thank uh, John Lynch, Tom Sawyer, mm-hmm. of course Joe Flynn, John Proctor, everybody. I I. Even though the guest was not here, I think that this was a very successful show. I think we and had a good time. We had fun. That's the main thing. We did have a good time. We yeah. did have a good time. And I want to thank everybody that participated in this. And I don't want the British woman to cut us off. Yeah, because she so, likes uh, to do that. Yeah. Well, there Francie, she is. I was going to have you... Have, I was going to have you tell Nicholas, I'm working on trying to get the books in bookstores from Alpena to Mackinac. So, I'm trying to Did you hear that? In bookstores. Uh, Tom Sawyer just gave you a big announcement. Hold on, Tom. Here's Nick. Tell him one more time. Okay. Uh, what was that? I'm, tr- I'm working on trying to get my books in bookstores here in Michigan from Alpena to Mackinac. There's a lot of independent bookstores. So, oh, been, fantastic. One this store is in Alpena is interested already, so... So, yeah, once we're done with that catalog, uh, you'll be able to to give those catalogs to those bookstores. <laughs> I do have right, a question If there's no yeah, more books uh, out until the first of the year, well, we know what's coming out the first of the year, or, well, you know, we what, have what do you mean? Kind of announcement then. You said there's no more horror books coming out from from now till the, the first of the year? No, not a lot of horror books. We've got a catalog okay. that's coming out, okay. and... Uh, I'm going to be focusing on doing nothing but selling our books to bookstores. Okay. So, and cool. that catalog is our tool. So, yeah, so we present, I'm going, to, I'm going to mail as many copies as I can because there's nothing like getting a physical copy, preferably yep. the, um, the colored, the full-colored copy, but, I mean, that's a little bit more expensive, but we'll figure it out. There's always a full-color PDF, too, to email to bookstores and okay. stuff. But, yeah, I'm going to be focusing on that. I want our books in bookstores, as many bookstores as possible. And now I purposely freed up my time so that I can make this possible. I mean, instead okay. of producing books all the time. Yeah, so, I no, Tom, in no way am I going to come out with more or more books this year. I'd be okay. splitting my throat. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. No, no. I mean, I just was wondering, like, will we will know, but when the first of the year comes, will we put you'll be putting oh, yeah. that on. Okay. Yeah, um, and uh, um, not only do I have um, uh, something new coming out from you that that we'll talk about for next year, but other books okay. um, from some other black bedsheet book authors, and also, don't be surprised if sometime very soon, probably this month, I'm going to be making announcements of new authors I've acquired because I've got some missions to look over to, and I've freed up some time for that. And their books are going to be coming out next year, too. So, Cool. Yeah, so I, I, I was wondering uh, about uh, that submissions and stuff. So, But that's, yeah. that's exciting, because that it gives me something to refer them to, too, as well, because like Blue Phoenix Bookstore in Alpena is really interested. In fact, I gave them copies of the books, and they're like, they, my son was excited. Hey, they got them setting them out already. I guess they're happy. He goes, you just got to get back with them and see about... They want you to do a book signing and everything and and all that. They go, well, you know, 
if they're interested in buying copies, I'll try to get the information to them from, you know, Nicholas Kabowski and Black Bedsheet Books. So, right. And I got yeah, a hey, you I know, got a, uh, I got a local yeah. bookstore here that you know, Nick. If you get me some stuff, I'll see what I can do about we getting some of Black Bedsheet books in there. Sure, that would be great. Okay, maybe I can, yeah. maybe I can talk to some of these guys, and they'll be willing to come visit Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we could all of us get together over there. Yeah, see, because you know, it'd be great if you guys came hang, hang out with me for a change. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that far. Pennsylvania is mean, yeah. about six hours for me. So yeah. yeah. But northern Michigan in the summertime, since there's so much tourism, they love reading Michigan stuff, and it's like, okay, let's see what we can do, you know? Yeah, I'll I'll go down there, I'll talk to them and see what we can do. Just get me some stuff to to show them. That that would be great. Because the more successful you are, it kind of helps everybody else out, too, you know? That's the way I look at it, you know? Yeah, that's the way it is. (laughs) That's the way it is. I'm hey, making a living yeah. off of you guys too, so hey, I better I'm already trying to get, to get uh, G. Tom Mack in a concert here by me. I already talked to him about okay. it. Yeah. So oh, yeah, sounds, like a, sounds like very exciting times for you, Nicholas, uh, and all of us too. I mean, that's just like wow, that's that's really cool. I'm glad. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that catalog and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing it. I'm about five pages away. Then I have to go back, and I have to just proof everything and make sure that all my P's and Q's are right, that, the, like, for instance, the prices for the retailers match the prices for the retailers on the site. That way, when they go in, they can actually – now, actually, I, I, I already had, like, for about a year, year and a half or so, that wholesale for retailers program on the site, but I never really got a bite from it. It's just that when you go on the page, it doesn't – sound like I know exactly what I want to do. Uh, so it, it took a lot of time for me to actually figure out, okay, um, one big thing that keeps our books from being in retail stores is its returnability. And that was the thing I had to wrestle with because I started making my books returnable in 2008, 2009, and then I ended up having to pay out of pocket so much because they were returnable and Lightning Source makes you pay for the postage too. Yeah. Uh, when I was with them. So I dropped Lightning Source. I go through CreateSpace now. But, I mean, and their, their, um, their product is so cheap there compared to Lightning Source that there is a margin that I can, like, sacrifice for profit uh, in order to get the books into the bookstores. So um, I'm, I'm able to kind of manipulate the prices a little bit and say, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice uh, not making as much money. Quantity counts. So I'm trying to focus on on selling as many books as possible. If I sell a ton of books, we'll be making money anyway. We'll be making money yeah. at like two two fifty a copy. But we'll be in there, and people will be reading us. People will be walk, walking out of bookstores not knowing Tom Sawyer's book, but it was recommended. It was right there on the shelf, and they walked out, and they ended up becoming a fan. And not because of social media, because of the physicality of walking into the bookstore and buying it. So. Yeah, because I've 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 gone over this social media thing over and over again. I'm so sick and tired of trying to sell through all the and you know Black Bedsheet has all kinds of social media outlets out there. I've got everything plugged into everything else, and still you know it's like scraping and all the all the all the um, uh, publishers like me, all the small presses that I know of. There, they it's it's 
exactly the same thing, pretty much. And it's a big struggle. Uh, we, we don't have like uh, we're not like big public publishing companies in New York with the power to get into the bookstores. But if I end up achieving what I want to achieve with this, then by the end of this year, I hope that we all make some money, and I hope that I've really impressed. Um, you know, put myself and Black Betsy Books out there as somebody, a publisher with real integrity. Because really, when it all boils down to it, I, I've I've helped a lot of authors uh, get a leg up. But I want to yeah. be the publisher known for actually making the money and sending you out and doing all these amazing things. And so that's that's what really counts. When it all boils down to it, is the success and the money coming in. It's a business, so we need to make money. We need to figure out how to market these these books, which I have, and you'll find out in the catalog too. I've I've um, uh, I've been very strategic on how I actually market these books and what categories they're under. I'm not. Um, I kind of had to bite the bullet and not call myself exclusively really a horror publisher. Now, I'm officially a publisher of of uh, horror, science fiction, and fantasy. Basically, even though, you know, if you catch me in an interview, I can explain to you how horror is in everything I publish. But, you know, I, I figure um, the bookstores, they have to be treated like um, like they don't know anything. You have to show them what to buy and you have to categorize things right according to the market, what the market calls for. So for an example, you see in the catalog, the very first real category is young adult because that's what sells most and we've got young adult books. And that pulls in the general bookstores uh, because if I just market myself as horror, then it's going to instantly turn off a lot of people. But that's not necessarily true. We've got a ton of different varieties of books. So, Francie's going werewolf as young adult. Yes, they know, Francie. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then... Yeah, I even put in YouTube the... videos, too. Too. Somebody suggested Mark can do some YouTube videos. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. You know, I just yeah, need somebody yeah. with a better voice yeah, in my to narrate it. You know, so... Yeah. You know what wow. we need to do, too, is... Uh, everybody nowadays, if you have a cell phone, you pretty much have a video camera. Uh, you could do like a self, have have somebody else like videotape you just promoting your book, holding your book and talking about it uh, for like, you know, 60 seconds or something and then putting that up on YouTube. I want to do something like that once I get this Roku channel put in. I want to have like videos of authors talking about their books so that you can like use the remote and click author to author and go, huh, I'm going to look up uh, Fred Brady or Tom Sawyer. See what he has yeah. to say. I even play with somebody filming a like a, a short one minute scene of like the opening of my book in Shadows of the Dark, where the prostitute goes on board the ship, you know, shooting a scene, and then you know, Shadows of the you know, and then end it where the door slams to the cargo oh, there hold. You, go. you know, and then you know, hey, that you know, So that you know, great. but I'm yeah. really excited. This is that's great. That's you know, I'll look at I'll. Get down the stick and try uh, when I get up back up north to try to do that with the stores up there. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Well, Francie, yeah. I better get back to work on the yeah. catalog myself. Yeah. yeah, I've got to get up early in the morning. Um, we should uh, because the British woman is going to cut us off in like a few minutes, and we'd at least like to have like a closing song. Uh, Don. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. <laughs> oh, um, the yeah. F R A N C Y. 
Hey, friends. <laughs> We're on the road again. Uh, traveling down the many roads again. Uh, with that Brenty and her friends, who might all be insane. But that's okay. They're harmless unless we'll be the master of night. <laughs> no, I was thinking really No, no, no. There's a couple of times I have to ask, was that a duet between Tom and Joe? They're both singing different songs, so yeah, probably. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta go whichever yeah. way you're feeling, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. If we're on the road, or if we're just traveling down. You know, I don't. I'm just having fun, but yeah. again, it was a great time tonight with everyone. Yeah, uh, we're sorry, sorry, Mr. Jonathan Mayberry couldn't be on. He was totally far away. He wants to reschedule it maybe for next weekend. So, Tom, I know yeah. that you're a big fan of Jonathan Mayberry. Yeah, he goes from first person in Joe Ledger books to third person like nobody I've ever seen. So I just, I just am intrigued by that. I'd be asking him questions about the, that and what's in store for Joe Ledger, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, he's uh we're going he he totally apologizes. Oh that's um, fine. This is fun tonight. We were sending him messages on Facebook, it's like hello, Nick and I both were and he was like, Oh my gosh, it was tonight. I'm so and he's been doing conventions, so yeah. he did say that he's in the car right now. So, you know, that's why we scheduled it for tonight because he didn't have conventions, but he did say that he's stuck in the car tonight. So he does want to reschedule this. And, um, you know, Tom, we're going to ask you to give your best John Link. Hey, by the way, you has anybody heard an update on John? Hey, has anybody heard an update on him? Um, he's doing better. He's out of the hospital. Um, he went in the hospital because he, due to stress. Uh-huh. And John Link is out of the hospital. And from what he said, um, these are his words, not mine. Francie, I'm so sorry. I've missed the last couple of shows. I've been in the hospital due to stress from my retarded brother. <laughs> Please, uh, let's not uh, use the word. That's why got to love John Lee. He's got that childhood innocence. He's going to tell you flat out, I'm not there for this reason. And he did, he was actually really apologetic that he missed the Rowdy Rowdy Piper tribute show. He really wanted to be a part of that one. And to know that he missed that show really broke his heart. And well, I don't know if he, I can do my best John Link, but... Huh? Oh, I'm okay, Tom. I don't know if I could do John Link. I mean, he's his own. Oh come on! Yeah, I'm just you. You you gotta get you gotta get that nasal thing going. Like you well, know how you can spray nasal spray in your nose, and then you talk like right after that, even though it's going down in your throat. 
I don't know if I can do that. Uh, My sinus is racking up too bad lately. Hey, <coughs> yeah. You get a hold of your nose and say, this is, uh, this, is, this is Tom Sawyer. This is Tom Sawyer as we slip off into the midnight abyss of darkness. Uh, good night, everybody, and take care, and see you next week as we depart Francie and Friends for Strange Adventures. Good night, everybody. Oh, oh you got to do it. I saw you got to do the three ha You got to do the three ha-ha-ha's after that. Ha-ha-ha. So, do it again. Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> 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 it sounds like I'm drunk. <laughs> that was brilliant, Tom. You did a fantastic job. Good night, everybody. I, I I think that we might have Tom Sawyer on John Link duty. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> that means she wants you to practice before next week. I'll try. I I do have to send out a special haha uh, <laughs> to John Link. I love him, and. You know, I I loved him the first time I met him, and we I wasn't supposed to, but I realized how honest he was with everything, and I was I was it it was a co-host of mine, and they wanted me to have John Link on the show as a joke, but the fact is is that. I never thought of him as a joke, not even when we did the show. He is very professional, and I absolutely adore John Link. So the joke backfired on the guy that ended up... He's one of a kind and unique. I like his his closings. Nobody can do what he does. Yeah, I absolutely love John Link, and everybody that knows John Link loves John Link. And you know, how could you not? He, yeah, he just he's, he's, he's a fun guy. He is, and John Link. I'm so glad you're doing better. I've, I'll probably call him tomorrow when I get off work. To, but from what I hear, is that he is out of the hospital now, and he's he was just in there under stress and you well, know i already said why he was in there <laughs> that was his words he messaged me and he's like i'm so sorry i missed the rowdy rowdy viper show but yeah so we love you john link and when he goes oh i love you too francie it makes me go oh john link loves me <laughs> I I feel I feel deep pride in to know that somebody as cool as John Link and Joe, I love you. Don, I love you. Tom Sawyer, I love you. You know, I love you guys. You. We love you too. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Group hug, everybody. I love you guys. Group hug. <laughs> oh, it's a little bit. my lord. Nick, yeah. do you love him? Yeah. Nick says he loves all of you too. Well, we love yeah. Nick too. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Nick, 
That's what cool. That's what's really cool is that we're all friends. And exactly. You you oh, gotta yeah. be friends in order to do something like this. And so, yeah, by the way, have that. you been have you been writing lately, young lady? I have. Good girl, because I told you I'd stalk you. Yeah, yeah. With the new job, I can't drink as much, so it's like okay, sun right. <laughs> so, no more excuses. <laughs> no more excuses. And the fact is, is that I really, I really, really like this job. I mean, I'm putting in ten-hour days, and it's kind of like flying by as if I was just there for an hour. It's like, like fancy lunchtime. And I'm like, seriously, I just got here. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah now again. it's time to go lunch. That that's a good thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you know, and I but got my own oil and I got my own oil filter and I told them I was like, Hey, I got this, can I and they're like, Bring your car in and do your own oil change. Do you know how to do it? And I'm like, Of course I do. <laughs> and I showed my new job that I know how to do lower bays, upper bays. I know I'm I'm my gosh, and Don, 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 yeah. You know what's the fastest way to pick up guys, honestly? Well, I could tell you a few secrets, but then I'd have to kill you. Put on a grease <laughs> monkey uniform. Well, yeah, but there are other ways, trust me. All, all the time, like, guys are, like, coming in all the time, and, you know, I'm totally committed to Nick. I would never cheat on him. But all the guys are like, Not you're unless working. I got John Bundropi for the you show. You work in my car? And I'm like, well, of course I do. And I'm like, wow, that is so sexy. Can I have your number? Well, of course you can. <laughs> See, but yeah, guys, but she, like, what she's forgetting to tell you guys that, and I don't know if you guys remember, but she made a comment when I told her I knew John Bondovi. <laughs> Yeah. Oh! oh, yeah. There you go. Caught you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to school with him. I was I was a great ahead of him, but, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, Don, yeah. I got to tell you, you put on yeah, my green. We, we got to find a way to get a hold of him, so, yeah, definitely. You put you put on that um, like shirt that and it's like really big on me now because the guys are so much bigger than me now and right now I'm wearing a loner shirt so it's like poofed out and my little neck is like way back. The women come in they're like, "Wow, you know how to work on cars?" And I'm like, "Of course I do." And they're like, "Man, I'm so into this. I'm totally gonna trust you." And the guys are like, "Wow, you know how to work on cars?" And I'm like, "Well, of course I do." That's that is hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and and I even like if I get uh, if I'm checking a tire pressure on water, and I get a little bit of brace brake dust on my fingers, I rub it on my face and the guys are like, oh, that is so hot. (laughs) (laughs) That is a mascara. (laughs) You get a little brake dust on your cheek and the guys are like, oh, that's so hot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why weren't you here? 
Am I right, Tom? Do you guys like a girl that could, like, change your tires on your vehicle? Sure. No, it's all, to me, it's all about being equal. Now, if a guy can change a tire, and if a woman can change a tire, hey, more power to everyone. As it goes, do, you, do you find it? Do you guys find it sexy? Like you guys are like watching, and you're seeing the girl like lift the jack underneath the car, knows exactly where to put it, jacks up the car, and do you guys find that attractive? Well, it depends on if I'm, I'm standing behind her, looking at her butt, or something, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I look at it this way. I look at it this way. Okay. Anything a guy can do, a girl can do, so it doesn't matter. Anything you can do, I can do better. No, you can't. That's right. There you go. I'm having so many guys, they're like asking me when they're like, when I'm greeting and they're like, do you know how to do an oil change on my car? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, that is so sexy. And I'm like, really? Sexier than the thong? And they're like, yes. Man, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not that much. Can I you do the oil change on my mm-hmm. car? Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Uh, like, we're holding that big old wrench and we're letting it go. Are they wearing a thong when they're using a wrench? No, that's, that's even better. Tom Sawyer is thinking outside the box. Oh, that would hey, yeah, be a yeah. totally good thing the, for a stripper. The bikini repair like, team, you know. Okay, I used, to have a t-shirt. I used to have a T-shirt, Francie, and, and I only wore it because, you know, it was funny. And, you know, could be true. And it used to say, when God created man, she was only joking. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did it mostly to piss That's off the guys, great. but hey, you know. That's great. Is it not great? <laughs> it is great. And you know, if That's... you want the job done right the first time, you hire a woman. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we're more organized. Like, yep. And we're, we, we're we just smarter. We get things done a lot quicker because we 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 plan it out ahead of time. Well, yeah, most of the time, but we still. And, still and men are like, okay, well, here it is. Um, okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read all of your guys' minds at one time. Are you ready? <laughs> all right, sure, go okay. for it. All right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read all of your minds at one time. I want all of you to think of a number one through. I don't know. Let's make it hard on me. Let's go one through a thousand. Okay. Do okay. each of you have it? Yep. Don't yep. tell me it. Okay. I okay. want all three of you to double it. Okay. I want okay. all of you to add a hundred to that. Okay. Okay. Everybody got it? Joe, you got it? Yep. Yep. All right. Now I want all of you to divide it in half. Oh, you're not funny. Now I got to get a damn piece of paper. Yeah, now <laughs> I got it. 
Right, now everybody wait on John. Hold on. All right, yeah, let's see. I can't even think that. It's, it's yeah. midnight on uh, Sunday. Yeah. Okay, Francie, what is the number? Wait, wait, I'm not done yet. Don, uh, you got it? We're waiting on Don. Okay, I gotta make sure I got this right. Holy shit. I am. I am not. I don't do math. Just I just go. Yeah. Neither I do I. So I just spin. And, and there you go. Come on. That is Two the answer. By that okay, number. I, think I got it. I could be all wrong. Right. But now I, think I, got I want it. all of you to subtract the original number that you started off with. <laughs> okay. Your guy's answer is fifty. Oh, you suck. No, yeah. mine was a hundred. <laughs> wait, mine wait, 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 wait. Was, uh, I got fifty. All right. All right. Come I got seventy five. We're gonna start with you. What was your answer, Joe? Mine was seventy five. Okay, so we're gonna walk through this. You guys. So the get only one you got right was me. But I'm gonna tell you, once I do the math with Joe and Tom, they're gonna find out their answer was fifty two. So, okay. uh, Joe and Tom, get out a piece of paper and a pen. Yeah. All right, now write down your original number. Yeah. Calculator. Now double it. Yeah. Okay. Now I add, it. add 100 to it. Are you guys with me? Yeah. And now I want you to divide it in half. Yeah. And now I want you to subtract the original number that you started off with. Yeah. Your answer is 50. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Am I correct? Tom, I'll let you answer that. Tom? I think he's still working. He's still doing that. Uh, anyway. Joe, what was your answer? Mine's still 75, so you're <laughs> up. Okay, okay. Joe, I'm going to walk it with you. What was your number? My number was, oh, I didn't even do it. <laughs> I just came All up right, with 75 I'm start as a number. With something easier with you guys, okay? Now yeah. I want you to think of a number 1 through 10. Hold on. Let's see. Time. Hold on. Right. It's Wait on time. Hold on. We're okay. I'm waiting got it. to see if time is with the spell. You still have time? I don't know. Maybe right. we lost time. Okay. One through ten. Okay. All right. Both of you think of a number one through ten. I got it. I got it. All right. Now I want you both to double it. Yeah. I want you to add five to it. <laughs> you guys okay. got it? Yeah. Now I want you to divide it in half. How the hell are you to divide that in half? That don't... <laughs> divide it by two. That's where I'm getting you. 
Yeah, because you can't now. I want you to, but you're going to have a point five number. I already know that. And there you go. Now I want you to subtract the original number that you started off with. Okay, so okay, I'm lost now. Okay. 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 Well, we'll okay. start over. I'll do it easier for time. All right, I got. Well, I your got answer was two point five. I got the first number. I doubled it, then added five to it. Yeah. Okay. Divided in half. So that would be. You're going to have a point five at the end. Yeah. Subtract the original number that you started off with. Both of your answers were 2.5. On the whole, yes. Well, does agree. You're correct. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, okay. All right, I'm going to make it easier for you guys. My original number was 3. All right, so we doubled it. That was 6. Yeah, and then add 5 We added 5 to it. That's 11. Yeah. Okay. And then we divided it in half. And that is 6.5. And you said your original number was what? Three. Three. So, damn it, now i got to do the math. Okay, <laughs> so we divided that in Hey, <laughs> I, I liked uh, it the first time better because my original number the first time 6. was 13. 6.5, and then you divided it in half. Yeah, your answer was 2.5. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll make I it like easier. I the first one better. The first one better. Mine came out perfect. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll do it again. We'll we'll uh, make it easier. Okay. Think of a number one through ten, both of you. We're we're gonna make it really easy for the both of you. Think of a number one through ten. One. There's my Double it. Yeah. I want you both to add two to it. Okay. Hold on. That's just one, two. One, two. Okay. Okay, so okay. you wanted it. All right, the original number and double it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. your number, double it, add two to it. Okay. Now, divide it in half. Uh-huh. Got it? Yeah. Now... Yeah. Track the original number that you both started off with. Okay. Both of your answers are one. Okay. That's weird. That's weird. It worked? Yeah, it worked. Yeah, it was better. All right, think of a number one through a million. Oh, God, are you serious? Yeah, more complicated. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. Calculator. You got it. Okay. Double it. Okay. Add five hundred thousand to it. Oh hell no! Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> My brain ain't working that good tonight. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we will, I will work on this equation yeah. with you on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
So are you ready? Thanks. You a million. Yeah. You got it? I got it. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, I was never good in math, so there. Yeah, me neither. I, my dad, my uh, dad was great in math, but I suck. Do you, do you yeah. guys want to know the secret to that? What? Remember when I said add two to it? Yeah. Yes. Only thing I've got to do is say half of two is what? One. One. The only yeah. thing I've got to remember is that I asked you to add two to it. Uh-huh. So if you divide two and half, what do you get? One? Now, now work with me here. All right, uh-huh. Don, think of a number one through five. Okay. Add, uh, double it. Uh-huh. All right, now you got to ask him to double it. Now add four to that. Okay. Divide it in half. Yeah. Subtract the original number that you started off with. Okay. I asked you to add four to it, right? Yeah. What is four divided in half? It's (laughs) two. two. What's your answer? Two. There you go. You can ask a whole room of people that same equation. Whatever number you ask them to add to, it always comes out to the same answer for everybody. Huh. I never thought about it. I got a, I got better I got better jokes though. Wait, my bone's gonna oh, get tired. No, really Why didn't the shrimp share its treasure? I don't know why. It was shellfish. Oh. <laughs> I got a better one. Okay, you got All two right. guys. You got two guys on a camping trip, right? All right. Okay. They're two buddies. They figured they go spend the camp weekend camping, hanging out together. So they go, they get there, and one guy says, well, I'll set up the tent. And the other guy says, well, I'll go get some firewood. Okay. So. All right. All of a sudden, the guy that's setting up the tent hears this blood-curling scream. And he sees his buddy come running. He goes, hurry up. you got to go get a doctor. I was bit by a snake. He goes, what do you mean you were bit by a snake? He says, well, I had to take a piss, so I whipped it out. And the snake bit me in the head of my dick. Oh. So you got to go get a doctor quick. So the guy goes into town. He says to the doctor, look, I need you to help me. My buddy's been bitten by a snake. And he goes, well, this is what you do. And he takes his palm up and he makes a cross. And he says, you got to cut it like this. And then you got to suck the poison out. So he goes hmm. running back to his buddy. He said, what'd he say? What'd he say? He said, motherfucker, you're going to die. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to your dear departed friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you liked that one. 
presidential election, the the primary. Oh, I ignore all politicians, okay? Because oh, don't mean come a on! Did you did you guys watch Donald Trump? I gotta tell you, he I heard was, about it. I found out that he was running. I yeah. was like, the elections are going to be so entertaining now. I mean, I, I can't deal watching with politicians because they lie like a fucking thief anyway. It, it, it was the highest, um, it was the highest, um, ratings of any politicians. Well, yeah, because you got a businessman who thinks he, he can run the country. You got, you got Donald Trump, who's, I, I gotta tell you, he, and one thing that he stated, which I actually applauded after he stated, after I watched it on YouTube, was we got to get the political correctness out of society. You know? Yeah. And I think he's but absolutely see, right. He's but tired see, part of, of the problem is that, with a lot of these guys that run for president, including the idiot in the White House now, okay, is that... <laughs> I we think, won't see I think yeah, we won't go there. I got a lot more to say about that one. But yeah. it, but anyway, um the thing of it is when you're running for president, I really believe you should have a military background. Reason yeah. being is because you're not just a president of the United States, you're the commander in chief of you, all military you, personnel. Yeah, and, and you've been there. You've been there. You've oh yeah. Been you've been through all the training that's necessary and you know I mean I come from a military family I've had a lot of military in my family and my personal opinion is if you don't know what the hell you're doing you're you're costing these young men and women their lives their livelihood and everything I else I totally agree with that I totally agree with that that's a well, really good point. speaking of I got another one for you uh, what do you call I, what do you call a gay guy in a wheelchair? What? Rollades. <laughs> we'll probably get hate mail with that tomorrow. But I, you know, I'm only joking. Serious. In reality, I'm only joking because I do have friends that are gay. And I don't care. I, 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 know, I know you are. And the thing is... Those are my friends because of who they are, not what they are, what they do, or anything else. They're, they're my right. friends because the people they are. 
And I, I, I looked at I looked at the people on Walmart, people at Walmart, and you know it's set up as a joke. But the fact is, is you gotta ask yourself, when do you let yourself go that bad? But yet, oh no, kidding. Yeah, you don't. I I don't really laugh at it. I'm looking at it like, where, where is your, where's your line? You know, oh, are you? You know, so, yeah, I think politically correctness has to be taken out, you know? Yeah, it, 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 it gets carried it away. Is, is canceled because of the Confederate flag, but, you know, I noticed, and I never noticed it, and I watched the movie Forrest Gump like 20 times. Yeah. And he grew up in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I lived I in Georgia for a long time. In Forrest Gump, the bully's truck, there is a rebel flag license plate in front of that. I only noticed that because it's in my face, and they're trying to say, oh, it's prejudice. So what are you going to do? Are you going to cancel Forrest Gump now? Is Forrest Gump yeah. no longer going to be one of the top-rated movies of all time? Because yeah. the uh, rebel I, flags. I think, they, I think they get carried away with this shit. You know, they, I it's do like, too. They're like and that's dead what horse, Donald you know? and that's what Donald Trump actually said in the presidential debates. He was like, See, "It's I'd, out he, of hand." He may have Who good points. On, he may have good points on a lot of stuff. But the thing of it is, is he has no military background. He has no clue yeah. how to run the military. Yeah. You, know, you need somebody. I think that should be a requirement of the president is to have military background. Because from personal experience, when my son was over in Afghanistan, we won't name names, but he showed up and all he was busy with was hanging with the generals. And he snubbed my son. My son was protecting his ass. Yeah. Okay, I was furious when I found out. Here's here's my prediction with the Republican nominations. I think Donald Trump is going to be in that. I think Ross Perot should get back in there. (laughs) He's the only one with a decent head on his shoulders. (laughs) You don't have to pay me. <laughs> you don't have to pay me. <laughs> I think Jed I Bush mean, is going to be a... Here's a man Jed who Bush. was willing to forego a paycheck because he said, in his own words, I have my own money. You know, this is a man that came from nothing and built a billion-dollar empire, Okay. Why would he want their money of the people? Put it back into the people. You know, and that's, that's what he was talking Donald about. That's what Donald Trump is saying right now. I'm a billionaire. Well, he owns everything anyway. Yeah, I know. He, he, he was telling everybody, like, he was looking on the stage, and he's like, I gave money to you. I gave money to you. I gave money to Hillary. Yeah, I gave money to Hillary. I hope that it would do better for the country, but she bought a couple of planes. Well, you know, that ain't all she did. We all know that. Yeah, yeah, but that's all Donald Trump said that she. <laughs> uh huh. But I think Ted. I think Ted Cruz would be good. 
Uh-huh. And um, the New Jersey governor, oh, Nicky, Ricky? Ricky, Nicky, what is his name? The New Jersey governor. Oh, Christy. Yeah, Christy. Christy Christy does not need to be in that position, okay? I'll tell you that right now. I'm from New Jersey, and I say that Christy does not need to be in there. What he's done to Jersey after Hurricane Sandy, mm -mm. you know, I'm sorry. I don't think he he belongs in there. Do you know how many places in Jersey that are still not fixed? Because of Sandy. Oh. Oh, yeah, there's okay. a lot more to it. I'll, I'll take Chrissy out. I will go Ted Cruz, Jed Bush, and Donald Trump. I say we need a Native American president. You know you know who my great-great-great-grandma is, don't you? No, who? Pocahontas. Oh, there you go. I say oh, get he a did the genealogy work in Pocahontas. Because I'm direct you, descendant of Pocahontas, so I should run for president. I built the country, damn it. Because the, here, here's <laughs> the, my theory, okay? <laughs> my, my theory is you get a Native American president there. What do you think he's going to do first? Well, he's going to fix America. out. Because they fucking still owe us money. <laughs> Start charging you, rent on everything. You made me open the casino. <laughs> okay, well, they, we're going they, to they still, they still owe the Native Americans money. They bought and paid for land, and we never got the damn money. So charge them to rent, rent everything. Charge them rent on everything. Clean house. <laughs> Get our, get our land back. <laughs> is is Joe Flynn Is he still with us? You still there, Joe? Damn, they're all friggin' leaving us. What the hell's up with this tonight? Joe's like, I I don't know you. Security, <laughs> security, I don't know you. They got yeah, they got to go. They don't know my life. You know that though. <laughs> Think about this, okay? Listen, look, look, look who's left. You and me—they <laughs> left us. They all friggin' left us, okay? And I, this twelve o'clock midnight at, on the East Coast. I'm on the East Coast. I'm not a whiny baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I my my aunts they did do uh genealogy work and I am a direct descendant of Pocahontas. I built this country, damn it. No shit. No. We were here first. Pocahontas I don't I, I I didn't know I was direct descendant of her until two weeks ago. Mom's like, see I told you you were special. I'm like, you you were born before I was. You got better <laughs> blood than me. I mean, think about this. But yeah, I'm, I'm like direct descendant. I'm like Blackfoot and Cherokee. I'm just uh, Cherokee, but I'm good with that. German and Irish. Oh, I got more Indian. No, actually, I'm um, Cherokee, Scotch, Irish, and English and German. Uh, so I'm German, Blackfoot, white. Cherokee, and German. Okay, so you think about this. Scotch, Irish, English, German, and Cherokee. 
That is not a good temper. No, you you've got a really bad temper. Oh hell yeah. You 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 let it go. My oh, mom yeah, let. Oh my Every god. Every chance I get. Nick <laughs> uh, is. Uh, okay, now keep in mind on this one, okay? I have a very special last name, my maiden name. All right. Grant. Oh, General Grant. So, you know, hell yeah, I got a temper. <laughs> my my last name is Weatherman. I cut the balls off of goats. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I, I saw it for so long. I was like, that, but I'm my ancestors are able to go outside and, like, say, it's going to be 80 degrees outside because we were so smart. And then somebody told me, they were like, oh, weatherman, you know where that comes from. And I'm like, yeah, because I was able to tell the weather. They're like, no, you castrated goats in your time. And I'm like, <laughs> really? So I came from a bunch of goat castrating people. So I cut the balls off of men. <laughs> Don't mess with me. <laughs> I, I got you now. <laughs> One time we were living in California, I was living in California, right? And we even had the apartment complex was on the news because all the fucking air conditioning went out in the whole complex. Okay. So they had these two guys work helping my ex-husband work on the air conditioners, right? Uh-huh. So we got we got to talking, me and these two guys. These boys were pretty much fresh off the boat, okay, as scotch as you can get, okay? So All right. we were talking, and when I had mentioned my name, he goes, you know, that's a pretty damn good scotch, too. <laughs> you should have heard these two guys. I mean, they were brothers, and he's going, you know, he's a fucking idiot. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? But they were great. They were a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I've got friends over in Scotland and Ireland and stuff, and I have an open invitation to come visit. I don't even have to pay for a motel. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And my one friend, she turned around and she said, tell you what, you get a chance to come over and visit. You come stay with me. I have an extra car you can use. She said, we'll go hit all these spots. Oh, yeah. I nice. Could party. I could go party in Scotland. No problem. Here's, here's what's funny. Is Joe Flynn is not on the air tonight. What do you think the last last name of Joe Flynn means? I have no idea. Did they Flynn Boogers? <laughs> Did they um uh come on, the Flynn turds like <laughs> He's going to kick up. Come on. You know what? We actually need to get online and look it up. Yeah, we should, We should. Uh, like, maybe at a bar at, like, because I guess that he's got some Scottish or um, some Irish in him, and they were probably at the bar, and they were like, hey, put some my way, or let's hey. See, let's, see, let's see what I can find. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> let's see 
went to the fly out of my body part. No, Flynn is out. Okay, Flynn. let's see. Uh, let's see how how I'm going to type this. Okay. All right, let's see. Joe, you know, it can't be. I'm, I'm letting you know ahead of time. It can't be that bad. I was cast, my ancestors castrated goats. Okay. And it was funny because um, we had to get one of our cats fixed, uh, Rocky, and we couldn't, uh, you know, quite afford it at the time. And I was like, Nick, just give me a rubber band and I'll wrap it around his little balls. Soon they're going to die. And he's castrated. He's 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 fixed. And then it turned out that I found out that my ancestors castrated goats that way. I had That's no crazy. idea. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, okay, ready? Ready? Uh, I typed in the name Flynn. Okay, let's see. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hold Let's see. The origin and meaning of Flynn. Okay. What the hell is pop of a baby names? What are you fucking kidding me? What? Top off a baby? It's your baby names. Flynn a... is a literary name. That's what it says. Okay, let's go back see if we can find a better one. All right. Wait. So I'm castrating... Men from having babies, and Joe is making them have babies. Well, it's his, all right, hold on. Let's see. Meaning and history from an Irish surname and uh, O'Flynn. So it's an Irish name. All right. He looks no, Irish. Says, okay. Descendant of Flan, F-L-A-N-N. All right. So it's an Irish Irish name. Gender, masculine uses, English rare, uh, pronounced Flynn. Okay. Yeah, we already know that. So apparently uh, it's a descendant of Irish. So, yeah, he's he's got to be Irish. So he was flitting boogers. <laughs> oh, my, it doesn't say that. All right, let's see. Hold on, let's see. If we... All right. All right, hold on. Let me try this one, see what this one says. Joe's going to listen to this tomorrow. He's going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one is just behind the name. Okay, I don't get this. This is just a... I don't know what the hell that one is. That ain't going to do us no good. I'm trying to find something else. Hold on. All right. Let's see. Let me see what this one says. Okay. The name Flynn is a baby boy name. The meaning, Irish meaning, the, the name Flynn is an Irish baby name. The Irish... In Irish, the meaning of the name Flynn is son of red-haired man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. So next week, Don, we're going to play a joke on Joe. I got it. We're going to say, hey, hey, Joe, baby. How you doing, baby? We're going to (laughs) go into the movie. Okay, I'm playing. 
in the chat box for you, so you have it, okay? We're going to keep calling your baby. <laughs> I, just, I just I just put it in your ch- in the chat book, so you <laughs> you'll have it. Wow! So Flint means uh, son of red-haired Irish. Okay, I'll tell. Red-haired man. James James Red. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is gonna kill us. We're going to keep calling him baby tomorrow. I mean, next week. And we'll see if he gets it. It's going to be, hey, Joe. Hey, son hey, of red-haired hey. man. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.